And now it's time for Geek News. Really? Really. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to go? for like two years to bust that out. You know how hard it's been to resist. <laughs> and yes, I will go first. All right. You go first, sir. I have one comic item. The reception for Afterlife with Archie, which after reading the first issue, I totally forgot about, uh, was so good that Archie Comics is going to go with a Sabrina the Teenage Witch title, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I saw that today. It's going to be along the same veins as uh, kind of teen horror as uh, Afterlife with Archie was, and it's going to be coming out in October. On the games side, AEG my favorite game company, is releasing Say Bye to Villains. Uh, this is by the same designer that did uh, Love Letter. It is a co-op hero-themed game. I don't have a lot of details on it uh, other than it was by the designer of Love Letter, which I really liked. Well, I suppose I continue to like it. Don't have a date on it, but its MSRP is going to be nineteen ninety nine. AEG is doing a good job of having sub-$30 games coming out for the last year or so. I mean, other than their Thunderstone expansions if i get more info for this for this you know it, it's it's intriguing to me now i like hero related stuff and if we're uh co-oping to beat up some villains hey could be good whiz kids uh gives and takes away in the giving they've announced uh unsurprisingly to me that sometime in the fourth quarter they're going to be doing dice masters dungeons and dragons Said it's going to come out with an all-new starter and everything. Uh, I don't know if that just means they're going to retheme the action cards and the pawns to be more... Well, I guess the action cards will be more D&D related and maybe the pawns will be something different in terms of their symbology. But as long as it's compatible with the Marvel and DC dice... Man, well, I guess DC is still in the works, but with no release date, who knows when that's going to come out. But anyways, as long as it's compatible with the comic game, uh, I think that'll be okay. I mean, they're, they're click stuff, whatever the label, it's all compatible. So as long as uh, the two systems are compatible, I think that could add some fun crossovers to the game. Seeing a dragon pick up Thor's ham, you know, whack somebody, eh, could be fun. But then on the flip side, they take away, they announced this week that all of their attack wing releases for seven, Wave 7 and beyond have been pushed back a month. I'm not too broken up by this as September and October were getting to be expensive months. So this is going to add a little buffer for me to either save uh, save some money or decide whether these are figures I really... I, for the first five waves, I got pretty much two of every ship. But now that the uh, they're going into like independent races and stuff that i don't care about like pretty much anything not the voyager from voyager i i've ignored so as they keep putting out more and more ships from factions that i don't care about the game is getting progressively more affordable for me privateer press has come out with an expansion for their zombies keep out game this was their goblin bodger kind of game i i talked about late last year or early this year i still want to give that a try because it seems kind of fun i'm gonna have to look for that on bgg see it really is oh anyways they've got uh an expansion coming in july called night of the noxious dead it's uh not really changing any of the core rules by the sounds of it but it's adding some smell related mechanics apparently uh and it's gonna have an msrp of 17.99 flying frog in june is going to be releasing dark gothic a deck builder it's going to be a gothic monsters themed deck building game seems so very familiar hmm. <laughs> The box itself looks pretty spectacular, but they haven't done anything else with it. I like me some gothic horror. I like frying flog. <laughs> I like a frying vlog. I also like flying frog. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> you know what I mean. 
I like the company. They generally put out good games that I like. So I might give this a shot. I don't have an MSR from that. Rocksteady has announced that Batman Arkham Knight has been pushed back from October this year to sometime next year. Their major quote being, awesome takes time. Anything to get a better game than what (laughs) Arkham Origin. I know, different company, but anything to get a better game than that. And I'm all for it. Yeah. Plus, plus it means it just extends out how long before I get an Xbox One. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that that is potentially my trigger point right there. Yeah, me too. I <laughs> was looking at oh, I forget what it's called the uh, the one where you play a hacker. Um, oh, uh, Watchdogs. Yes, mm-hmm. I was looking at that when I was in at Gamespot today, and I was like, is it really worth getting it on an older system? Oh, the graphic really need. To- well, you would <laughs> say that though, because you're trying to sell me one. <laughs> So I've got one game already, and this is definitely going to be the game that makes me go, (laughs) where can I get $300? Where was I? Queen Games is expanding their escape line. They did Escape uh, Curse of the Temple. They're doing Escape Zombie City. Yep. And it seems like it's going to be essentially just a retheme. Instead of the center of the temple, you are a church in town. Seems like there might be some different mechanics because, of course, you're trying to avoid or deal with zombies, which in Temple, there was traps and stuff if you got those expansions but it's coming out in october Ooh, halloween zombies <laughs> if it's essentially the same mechanics as curse or escape curse of the temple i think this would be a pretty good game yeah i you know i've i think we actually even might have talked about this early on when they really first announced it now they're just getting closer to releasing it but i've always said i would have preferred maybe that they went with escaping of the ha- a haunted mansion i think that's a little closer to home mm-hmm. and that would have been kind of cool but I, I'm not mad at this either. I, I think uh, this can has potential to do really well. And, yep. And yes, I am not upset that there's another zombie game since that seems to be a, a recurring theme lately to ask. If only we could get zombies on trains. Exactly. <laughs> you know, as long as they keep it the same 10, 11 minutes as the other one. You know, right. the, the biggest selling point for me of that game was that it's quick and there's time, time pressure on it. So there's, yeah, that, the time pressure and just the... Uh, the actual atmosphere from the soundtracks Soundtrack. and stuff. Because, yep. tell, come on, that that that's going to be kick-ass. Put it on surround sound, have zombies like moaning at you in the background. They and, just get and, the Last Night on Earth soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, those that was actual music, though. Yeah. 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 It's, it won't have whatever audio cue you have mm-hmm. for whatever doom is going to be coming, but it's a good soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was uh, Escape. Okay. So And then finally on the game side, Enterplay has announced two products for this summer's My Little Pony collectible card game. <laughs> First is going to be a two-player starter pack called Rock and Rave, or Rock and Rave. It's going to be in July. It's going to have everything two players need to play a game. It's going to have eight exclusive cards. And then in August, they're going to have a deluxe set. Not knowing what their basic set looks like, I don't know what a deluxe set is going to consist of, but uh, this is going to be called Celestial Solstice. And one of their big selling points, of course, because it's a card game, douchebags, <laughs> is they're going with foils now. Uh. Foil version of cards there's going to be 24 foil versions for all the collectors to pay ridiculous amounts of money for on ebay <laughs> uh these like i said are july and august and they're going to be between 20 and uh 30 bucks on the miscellaneous side roland emmerich has apparently had a stroke i don't know brain damage of some sort he has decided to remake stargate yeah this is by roland emmerich standards 
pretty much a perfect movie. I mean, it's a very good movie, but by what else he has put out afterwards, this is like he should have retired. Just one movie <laughs> and gone. I don't know what there is. He's talking maybe doing a trilogy. Other than updating the tech, what? There's no need for an exploding Statue of Liberty and other scenes of mass disaster that Roland Emmerich's movies have turned into. He makes the same movie and over and over with a different destruction device. So I don't know why he wants to do this. I would much rather almost anybody else, you know, (laughs) barring like J.J. Abrams, take over this franchise and redo it. (laughs) Well, here's my question about it. I mean, and that's what I had heard. I had heard more focus on the trilogy Mm -hmm. aspect of it. What can you do for a trilogy that they haven't already like explored in the thousands of different Stargate television shows that they've done? 10 years of Stargate TV shows that covered everything. They expanded all the mythology out of Egyptology into Norse, Mm -hmm. dabbling with a little bit of the dark side of Christian, you know, Eastern, you know, then they went to Atlantis and they did vampires and all that stuff. And then they went to Universe and made it a strictly, you know, human condition show. Universe was actually, I think, my favorite of the three, but it just got bagged on and of course it was on sci-fi when they were trying to divest themselves of anything vaguely related to (laughs) original programming (laughs) unless you you, sure you want to do a trilogy of action movies sure but like you say what there there's nothing that that was my big question seeing the like i said the focus i kept seeing was on the trilogy and it's like i just kept kind of going back to all the shows that have been on i mean what what do you bring into the table that hasn't already been explored for seasons upon seasons of of Uh, material you know it's whatever he does you know it will be visually impressive Mm -hmm. i beg on his movies because it's the same movie every time (laughs) but they look friggin awesome i assume by the trailers i don't actually watch his movies (laughs) but the trailers always look awesome he finds just incredible ways to destroy the statue of liberty every movie it's frozen it's falling into the ocean it's melting you know whatever it's so uh, if he wants to do stargate the disaster movie well i think we already had stargate the disaster when they did the two seasons of the ori but uh well that's neither here nor there so but on the upside he said <laughs> i use upside loosely <laughs> on the upside for me stargate is going to be delayed because sadly he also wants to make two sequels to independence day <laughs> and Independence Day has got this is this is Ronald Reagan quality of badness. That has got to be the worst movie from story and technical and acting and just there is nothing good about that movie. And I know you are all shouting at me right now because I know you're shouting at me, but it's just not a good movie, people. Put it away. Just forget it existed. I liked that movie. Well, I know. <laughs> I know you did. And I know most a good chunk of our listeners have. And I accept that. And there's reasons that I'm not going to go into why I understand. But that's neither here nor there. He wants to do two sequels. And then, assuming they will still let him touch the Stargate franchise, he wants to do a Stargate. So, yay for him. <laughs> Megan, trying to scoop the show. Um... <laughs> She left out half of it, though. Not only is Christine Gwen, uh, Gwendolyn Christie, Brienne of Tarth, also Lupita uh, Nyong'o, who won Best Supporting Actor for 12 Years a Slave, are both joining the cast of Star Wars Ep. 7. No indication on roles or uh, affiliation, alliance or, you know, imperial. But like I said to Megan, I hope Gwendolyn is a deliciously evil post-imperial character to uh, avoid being typecast as the uh, Oath Keeper. <laughs> Darth Cook make Beth Strudel. That is, and like I said, can she bring Podrick with her? 
Uh, there's just a little internal perv going on there whenever <laughs> she and Podrick are on the screen at the same time. Lifting that's all say. And um, Josh Brolin, uh, possibly the only man in Hollywood with the chin to carry it off, <laughs> has been cast as Thanos for Guardians of the Galaxy, or whatever's going to happen at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy and then Avengers 2. <laughs> right. This is interesting when they actually cast actors like they're doing with Ultron to be people that they're CGI. I mean, you, you, there are no actors big enough to be a believable Thanos and actually have acting skills. You're going into WWE territory there, you know, <laughs> and same with Ultron. You know, you got James Spader, but these are two characters that unless they're going to, I assume it's going to be mocap. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get fat Ultron. <laughs> you know, I, I'm interested to see how it works out. I like Josh Brolin. And I like Thanos. And like I said, he's got the chin. So I'm interested to see how it turns out. And I hope it turns out well. All right. Update on the club news. My section for the the club. Snitch was canceled right towards the end. It wasn't going to fund. But Common Man Games pulled it. They're looking at relaunching it in the first quarter of 2015, but possibly sooner. That's the target. Uh, He's hoping to do it a lot sooner, but right now they are focusing in on the second edition of Police Precinct that uh, a lot of people are trying to get a hold of. So he's shifting his focus to that and then going to come back and uh, try again with Snitch. There's a a decent amount of support behind it, and I not sure. It was one of the ones that surprised me that wasn't closer to funding, if not funding, because I mean, Police Precinct has done very well and a lot of people have enjoyed that. And so it kind of surprised me a little bit, but he's going to regroup and relaunch. And then I feel bad that I haven't mentioned this before now. Don't feel bad. But in GeekCast Network news... We do have another podcast on the GeekCast Network that we haven't actually talked about here at All Us Geeks, and that would be Royal Monster Battalion. Who? Uh, yeah, just it's such a weird thing. Oh, is that that other guy we don't talk it's to anymore? It's that other. <laughs> it's it's that other Mike that even on his own podcast he can't call himself Mike. You hear that, Mike? You are Mike on your podcast just because somebody else named you Other Mike. <laughs> uh, but Royal it's okay, Mo- you can be other Mike. <laughs> Royal Monster Battalion, they've actually just recently put out their fourth episode. They are on the GeekCast Network. Uh, it's Mike and his friend Jeff looking at monster movies. How did I not get included in that? Ah, oh, either. different Jeff. Different Jeff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other Mike and different Jeff. Other Mike and other Jeff, yeah. <laughs> the other twins are uh, <laughs> working on a podcast together. So, yeah, it's the two of them looking at monster movies a lot of times it's Jeff's first intro to these monster movies from what I've listened to. So it's too bad. So yeah, (laughs) it's, uh, it's been pretty interesting to listen to so far, but yeah, they are part of the geek cast network. So we definitely want to mention them. So go check them out on the allusgeeks.com website at the very bottom, or I believe we have a, spot for the GeekCast Network in our top links where you can get links over to all the podcasts that are part of the network. Or you can go to the very bottom of our All Us Geeks page and I have like the last post from every member of the GeekCast Network. So basically the last episode you you can get to quickly from there. And let's see. Teaser Tuesdays are back as of today. We record these on Tuesday. And uh, thanks to Meltdown Games, may have heard of them. You've been around the block with all us geeks <laughs> at all. Obviously, we've been doing the Road to Relaunch series with uh, Doug from Meltdown Games because they are relaunching July 1st for Gothic Doctor, a game that both Jordan and I really enjoyed. And actually, uh, Canada Day is a good day to relaunch. There you go. 
And uh, sometime here soon, we should be getting the new version. They would like us to, to look at it again. I don't know why they didn't learn their lesson the last time. <laughs> Send it to all us geeks. Don't fund. Don't fund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, leading up to for the next four weeks, uh, starting today, we put the first one out today, but they're going to exclusively take a look at and spoil four cards that are going to be in Gothic Doctor. So today we did the lab assistant. So that's out on the All Us Geeks website. Patient. Huh? Patient. Patient. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense to people. Sure. And then another friend to all us geeks, the Flux Capacity, is uh, got his hands full right now, Josh. <laughs> Actually, Josh and I talked a little bit today. The semifinalists have been picked over on the Game Crafter contest that he is judging. So now he has to go through all the semifinalists and pick finalists, and then he will get those games and have to play those games to pick a winner. <laughs> so he's got his just work. skip those two middle steps. Pick a winner. <laughs> just, just do it now. Just rack up the game. It's a racket. We all know <laughs> anything in the game industry is a racket. Just go ahead and pick the winner now. And just get the free games. <laughs> wait wait a couple weeks and announce it. Uh, no, so he was asking me about how we handled it when we did it for Father Geek and stuff. He's he's trying to get his criteria together right now so he can start going over the semifinalists. So he's got a little bit of a long road ahead of him right now, and he's well aware of it. I also gave him a tip. Stay out of the Game Crafter chat for a while. <laughs> so hopefully, hey man, we're on my game. Yeah, so hopefully he takes me up on that one. <laughs> But congratulations to all the semifinalists. There were some really cool games out there. I, I looked through and voted for quite a few the other day myself before the voting ended, and there are some nice games out there. So he does have his hands full. There's a teaser trailer out for Mortal Kombat 10 that uh, is coming out in 2015. Uh, it looks awesome, if that is true gameplay they were showing. It, it is next-gen consoles. So uh, the teaser trailer, well, I'll, put, I'll throw the link in the show notes for the teaser trailer if you haven't seen it. But That's not a game I will buy, but when you get your console of choice <laughs> and that game, I will come over and mash buttons with you. See, that's it's one of those things like I, I love the Mortal Kombat series. I have the last one they did put out for the 360. Love it. And, well, you've seen it. I've got the, I've got the old school controller yeah. and everything for it. It's like being at the arcade. I love the game, but I just... I'm not good at them anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like somebody take over. I need a rest. <laughs> it's just like kind of like Guitar Hero and DJ Hero and all that stuff. Like I get cramped up and my wrist starts hurting. And how the hell am I supposed to I hit know. X seven times while pressing <laughs> up and backwards at the same time? But I love the Mortal Kombat series, and all the like, characters are just awesome. Yeah, and it looked absolutely beautiful. That that teaser trailer was like sucked me right in. So. Batman will get make me get it, but Mortal Kombat 10 will be one of the games I probably get when I finally get my Xbox One. <laughs> and and then uh, Lego 3, or Lego Batman 3, there's a trailer out there for that as well, and that's supposed to be coming out fall 2014. Lego Batman 3, Beyond Gotham. So they're going into space this time. And uh, so for people that enjoy the Lego games, which we do in this house, uh, it looked pretty cool. Pretty, it was. There wasn't any gameplay. It was all just the characters and kind of campy and having a little bit of fun with Batman in his space suit while he's trying to wax poetically about his new suit. And everybody else is in the station. Or Superman's next to him. Yeah, that's a good look on you, buddy. <laughs> kind of stuff. So it was a cute little trailer. I'll post a, a link to that one as well. That was pretty cool. And that one will be coming out on 360 and PS3 and stuff as well as the the new consoles. 
And that is really all I had as well. So that will be Geek News.